started and that this would be a great time to get on wisdom and just kind of see what's what, see who's who, and to continue the suits of the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle deck. There are six suits aspire, and we've already covered starting from the back, E for emancipation. R for resurrection, I for integrity, and today is processing. Now, we're going backwards so that when they're posted, they're posted going forward on the scroll. Imagine that. Isn't life that way? It's a yin and yang to everything, right? And just trying to keep up. Boy, that's what processing is about, you know. And so I want to do something a little different today and for those of us just joining this is mama drama trauma academy welcome mama drama trauma is a condition in which the mother projects unhealed aspects of herself onto her child causing emotional and or physical trauma mama drama trauma is a cycle if the mother is unable unwilling unavailable to do her own healing work Loving detachment is required for the child to have a healthy, happy, and whole life. So, my name is Tammy Taylor, and usually we kind of get into the nitty-gritty of how all of this affects us because mama drama trauma is a cycle of unmet needs. And so we've done a lot of talking about what those maternal needs are and how we compensate for them and normalize behaviors, I'll say. Don't want to be judgmental or condemning in any way at all, ever, because Mama John Trauma is a soul contract. Now, that is for another show and the foundation of the teaching at the Mama Drama Trauma Academy is understanding this unchanging law of evolution through this experience of Mama Drama Trauma. That's why it's so common. It is a soul contract. It is an evolutionary mechanism for the soul to evolve in self-love and spiritual independence. So today I want to do something a little different. Today, when talking about processing, I want to talk about the other side of Mama Drama Trauma, life beyond it. Life beyond Mama Drama Trauma is facilitated by processing. And being very clear, as the title says, about whether or not a relationship is worth the effort. 
I think it's commonly called boundaries. I think it's commonly called boundaries. And there's a lot of talk about boundaries. Yet we see so little of them in real life, except those imposed cosmically by divine law, i.e. C-O-V-I-D, you know. And it feels judgmental, I know. And it may sound condemning, I get it. But that's from the orientation of the MDT mindset. Okay, so today we're talking about life beyond MDT. Life beyond MDT is a life of divinity identity. It is not a divinity that pretends to be divine because it talks about being divine, but it's still oppressed by shame, blame, and guilt. No, we're not talking about Old Testament. We're talking about divinity identity. I can do all things. Okay. Through Christ who strengthens me. I, nothing to God. All things with God are possible. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually living that. And the mantra, I am a dearly loved divine child of the great mother, father, God, who's never judged, condemned, or left alone. Processing that in a relationship on a conscious level as opposed to the unconscious. Unmet needs that drive us on a daily basis to belittle ourselves, dismiss our dreams, our hopes, our desires, just because that's the way we were taught. And it was reinforced by a low-level spirituality as well. That kind of abandonment and abuse of the divine self. But because the divine self is divine, all it has to do is define its boundaries anew, renew its mind, refine and establish them, and maintain them. This is how we know whether or not any relationship is worth the effort. Does this business, personal, love, platonic, pet, I don't care what it is, television, on my phone, I don't care, relationship, serve my divinity. Because that's what I do. I serve the highest part of me. And so all my relationships do that. Because I stand at the gate of my own boundary. That requires an ability to have gone through MDT. I come out on the other side with a whole new mindset that says, A, this is how I am. I am still working through unmet emotional needs of maternal presence. I tend to like attention from people as a result. And I tend to feel better about myself because that feels like love to me. I was deprived of that. And so I know who I am. But I also have learned I need to honor other people's needs. And it doesn't always include what I need. But who can I be in relationship with? 
How can I be in relationship with others? And B, there be an energy exchange that supports my divinity, that supports my need fulfillment most of the time. Because C, I know it's not going to be most of the time because sometimes I'm going to really be the center of attention and feel love raining down on me. But then MDT has taught me sometimes I get the short end of the stick and I just got to stick it out and process how I'm feeling when I don't feel loved in this situation. Long enough to back off of the blame, the shame, and the guilt and see the situation for what it is. I'm open to learning. I'm open to growing. Just as clear as I am and confident I am in my boundaries. So it's a yin-yang thing. You know, this suit of the Oracle deck is ruled by the gut chakra. The gut chakra is ruled by Mars. And it's also the solar plexus associated with solar energy. So the solar Martian energy in our auric field is our vitality. It is our life, okay? When that light goes out, the party's over. We can keep living without a brain and the heart I keep beating. But we keep going down them chakras and turning off lights down to the gut, it's over. Okay? Because that is the last, uh, grew up in the Midwest and everybody had gas furnaces. That pilot light, when it went out this time of year and getting far, whoo, the whole house was cold in a matter of minutes. Had to keep that pilot light going. And that's the gut chakra. It, it, it fuels everything in the anatomical, physical body. And it works with the auric field, which is what we work with in healing mama drama trauma. We learn our auric field and that our digestive IBS issues stem from an inability to process our emotions around relationships, around boundaries, around what's okay with me and what's not. You know, we're in a very changing time and unclear about what is unchanging. And what is unchanging are the laws that govern our existence. And one of the laws that really governs our ability to process is just that there's a season for everything. You know, there's a season for everything. And we really need to know that it's okay for us to be in dark spaces, in dark places. Obviously, if it wasn't, we wouldn't live in a physical material realm which is based on polarity. I mean, it's like we are determined to be self-judging and self-condemning when the evidence overwhelmingly proves our divinity. And speaking of age-old wisdom, when people were in tribes, 
our communities, there was always a clan that specialized in something. That's where family crest came from and sub-tribes and everything. The specializations. The artisans would be over here and the warriors would be over here and the cooks would be over there and the, you know, because we sharpen each other's blade. And families from those clans marry within those clans. Why? Because the majority of our vitality, our life, is walking. We're here to have experiences. But because it's a physical realm, we got to pay to play. So we've always had to hunt for our food or grow it or whatever. That's pay to play. We're not talking some merry fairy divinity here. I'm talking real life on the ground, walking the path at the park, being a divine child, chilling. Divinity. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. And that's how most of human life was lived if we weren't fighting between the tribes or harsh weather or things, you know. But for the most part, what I'm trying to say is it's easier when we get with people who share our energy because we don't have to emit so much effort. That's taken care of. We're on the same page. You know, my husband and I, we're both teachers. We love to learn. We love to teach and learn from each other. That's what we do. That's our lives, that's what we love to do. That's like half of our time together. What's next? Well, we got another half of our time where we got to do basic human stuff, eat, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that leaves a quarter of our time together available for conflicts. It's just, is it worth the effort? You know, and having so much of what we want on the other side of mama drama trauma from the excruciatingly difficult work of releasing. This is not for the faint of heart. I realize that. And I am totally committed, therefore, to individuals who are. It makes it workable and easier for me. That's for sure. Because I can only deal with so many people at a time. So it's all good. All of this works divine purposes and repurposes and all of this bounty. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. This is being recorded on Wisdom App. Join at Wisdom App to ask me questions or just to follow me and dozens of other wisdomers on the latest conversation. So I just wanted to share that suit from the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Deck, which you can order at info. And there you'll receive enrollment with your purchase of the deck into NDT Academy. More than seven hours of pre-recorded, self-guided classes on each of the six suits. Now, there are seven classes because there's an introductory class 
and a bonus class just for one card. Just for one card. One card in the deck has its very own class. And that card, I don't think I'm going to talk about here. I think I kind of go to the edge on here already. And that's my boundary. But wanted to share that. And also, just hear from anybody who has your own experiences. Oh, the spider web is so cool on this tree. Try to take a picture. So you can still hear me, I'm sure. Um, if you have your own experiences with boundary setting and life beyond MDT yourself, a lot of people have had this condition and healed from it. Oh my gosh, you can't see it. Oh, you can see it in that one. Um, and I would be really interested to hear what your experiences have been, you know, and insights that you've gained about what makes a relationship worth the effort to you. What makes it really worth the effort to put the energy in? I realize it's a question most of us don't even consider, but we do when we work with the self-inquiry suit, which is the next suit we'll be talking about in the Mama Drama Trauma Healing Oracle Day. Remember, each suit spells the acronym ASPIRE. We have just talked about processing today and relationships, boundaries, and what makes the effort of having the relationship worth it. And self-inquiry next time, we'll talk about that place within ourselves that we quiet ourselves and we do it every time. And this is the, this is the practice with self-inquiry. It's so cool. It is so cool and so self-compassionate. What you do, and those of you familiar with Byron Katie are familiar with it, but it's, it's, it, she's a great resource and I refer her for this suit. But basically what it is is whenever you feel like, you know how our mantra is, I'm a dearly loved divine child, a great mother, father, God, who's never judged, condemned, or left alone. There are times throughout the day where we may actually feel judged, condemned, and left alone. You know, criticized, you know, belittled. You know, those things don't really make you feel like a divine child, right? In those moments, you catch it right there. In that very moment, where it's like, hey, I don't feel like a divine child here. Just be self-compassionate enough to just pull up. And instead of being self-judgmental and self-condemning by letting that trigger those feelings in you, acknowledge them, breathe it in with compassion. Just acknowledge, oh, wow, that, that gave me a hit of shame, blame, and guilt. I'm, I'm releasing that. Ooh, I got a hit of that. Ooh. 
golly, and you ask yourself, is it true? Is that criticism that I felt, that shade that just came toward me, is that even true? Is that belittlement or that judgment or whatever that I just felt a vibe of it? Okay. But articulate it in your mind. What was the vibe? Oh, that I don't deserve this or I'm not going to be able to do what I want to do because I'm not good enough or whatever. Stop it right there and be like, Oh man, I got another hit. That was terrible. But I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to let it trigger me down that terrible tailspin. <laughs> I'm going to instead turn that into self-inquiry, into self-curiosity. Why was I about to go down that road? Is that even true? What was that? No, it's not true that I don't deserve to do what I want to do. No, that criticism is totally out of line. The person does not know me. They're having their own opinion, and that's okay. And that becomes this daily practice where energetically you start to repel shame, blame, and guilt. It just doesn't come your way. Invite it. You don't invite it anymore. Now, does it come uninvited? Absolutely. Absolutely. But then that's what the A in Aspire is for, acknowledge. So we'll continue with the last two suits of the deck. And thank you so much for listening and for buying the deck. Gosh, thank you. And joining the school and all that good stuff. Have lots more to share with you. But in the meantime and in between time, remember, Great Mother loves you, and I do too. Great Mother speaks. I am a child of the Great Mother Father God. A divine child of the Great Mother Father God. I'm a divine child of the Great Mother Father God. A divine child of the Great Mother Father God. I am Great Mother, the still small voice of the Holy Spirit and Divine Mother. Cosmic Womb.